Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back to an episode of Perfect Person Podcast featuring me, Miles Bonsignore. Hello and welcome to Perfect Person, the show where I'm perfect and you're a person. This last week, I <laughs> went into the plunge. What does that mean? I took an ice plunge earlier today and it made me feel everything. You took an ice bath Well, today? first of all, I got a free trial on ClassPass. That's how the fuckers really get you. They're not trying to know that you're going to pay for ClassPass after the trial, but little do they know, I got three credits, and I actually went to Y7, and I took the breathwork and ice plunge class for free gratis. That's one class? It was one class, and it was gratis okay. because of the trial membership with the ClassPass. I, I was <laughs> in a ice-cold pool for two minutes, and it made me feel euphoric. Because really? It's the same level of dopamine or whatever the fuck chemical makes you feel good that cocaine gives you. Is that true? But the only difference is <laughs> my nose don't hurt that good. The only difference is <laughs> that when you get the brain chemicals that the cocaine gives you, it goes up, it spikes, and then it drops off after like four minutes or something like that, eight minutes. Sure. With a cold plunge, you get those same spike, but it goes off after two and a half hours. Okay. I'm in the studio with Jeffrey James, Jeffrey from the HeadGum Podcast, from the sketches of HeadGum on YouTube. Did I take off my glasses, by the way? They haven't been on since I got here. Oh, that's really interesting. Because you were drilling a desk. By the way, you just... <laughs> <laughs> Jeff did walk in into... Early. Okay. If you're on time, you're late. Yeah, so that's Jeff my was, advice. <laughs> Jeff is early. I'm checking my phone over and over, being like, Jeff's eventually going to text me. Mm-mm. No text. <laughs> And I'm like, well, it's good. I still have 10 minutes before I even have to be outside to receive him. Yeah. Just in case he doesn't text me. Sure. I hear a knock at the door. It was a meek one, too. I don't know if you noticed that because I didn't know if you were recording before. No, it was weak. It was definitely weak. And uh, I was like, oh, it must be essentially the studios in the back part of a house uh, that is not mine. that belongs to a friend of mine. And I rent the studio 
And Jeff has gone through the backyard, through the yard, into the studio, knocked on the door, and just come right in. I pulled a string. Yeah, you pulled a string. I pulled a wire string that yeah, opened the gate. Kind of a complicated gate for you to just sort of do. I know how to get through to and, people and through gates. Yeah. And so then Jeff came right into the studio as I was drilling a power strip into the bottom of my desk. Yeah. And you yelled, Jeff! I guess I did yell your name, yeah, when you walked in. Yeah. I was excited to see you. You don't have to say that. Is that... Well, no, I was excited to see you. We should say that I was a replacement guest. <laughs> Last minute. It was, oh, who do I know that doesn't do jack shit? And it would be available on a moment. Well, I did have notice. a guest cancel last minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, yeah. and so I had to find a new guest. Mm-hmm. And I've been wanting you to have on this show for a while. I was going to have you on the Riley episode that I did last time, but you were out of town. Where was I? Michigan? You were in Michigan or something. No, I was in Kentucky. You were in Kentucky. I don't know. You travel yeah. the world. Not really. Well, I go to bad places like yeah. Kentucky. But you were sort of out of town. I mean, every state is beautiful. Do you not want to be canceled by the good people of Kentucky? I don't know, man. They, I talked to a child who owned a gun. Own. <laughs> <laughs> talked to a seven-year-old boy who knew a lot about guns. That's S- young to have a gun. Chilling. Yeah. It's chilling. Um, but Jeff, you ever done a cold plunge? I haven't done, but I really want to do that. Can you can you do it with just cold showers, or is that not the same thing? Okay, so I was doing that thing where I would take a shower, and then at the last sixty seconds, I'm pushing a little shower timer, yeah, blasting with cold water, and that does give you a little bit of that sauce, a little (laughs) bit of that goodness. Sure, but I will say the cold plunge. What the fuck are you looking at? I just why do you have a typewriter? Oh, because it's cool. It's actually not. It's not a typewriter. The typewriter's here. That's not a typewriter. What is that? That's an Apple II. Ah, it's an ancient computer. That's cool. Yeah. I just like old stuff kind of. I like old stuff. Me too. What do you, what else do you like? <laughs> I feel like we're two little kids learning how to be friends. <laughs> I like old stuff too. You have old stuff. <laughs> Is that cool? What um, do you like? And then I'll change my personal. Well, first of all, you completely derailed the conversation, but let me go back to the golden shower part. Yeah, sorry. I had you sure, but you didn't say anything. Yeah, so the cold shower thing it does help. It gives you some of that sauce. But getting into the frigid little tub, uh-huh. and someone's right there, and they're saying, "You got this." <laughs> Only sixty more seconds. You're halfway there, babe. They didn't say babe, but in my mind, it was. Might implied. have to tell Sarah. I yeah, I guess I have to tell Sarah. The, the breath work and cold plunge instructors told, called me babe. <laughs> But um, no, I see it a was bunch really, of suitcases outside of your house. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good, though. I, I highly recommend it, actually, to anybody that's interested in it. Especially doing Why the, Seven's the best place to do it? Yeah, that's a... Lo- well, I have to check to make sure that's not a local yoga studio that's doxing my location. There's, it's a local chain. It's a chain. Great. Yeah, there's three of them. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, so, we should say you're closest to the Melrose location. <laughs> <laughs> but I... Essentially, like, you get in. It's such a shock to your system. You just have to find your breath. Yeah. And you're like... <gasps> It was crazy, and then it made me feel really good afterwards. Really, yeah. I gotta try this. How much? But you, it was gratis. You said you it was said absolutely gratis. But that's only because you signed you're up talking for to me, Willis. But it was gratis because I did the class. Do you only have eight sounds, and one of them is you're talking to me, Willis? Yeah, it's from Will Whitworth, who's guest <laughs> on the show. Did you meet Will? No, <laughs> maybe. A lot of your friends are really awesome and yeah. nice, but they have names like Will and John and Dan and Rob. So it's hard to find hey, a name two of my friends. <laughs> Rob's not one of your friends. Oh, well, sorry. Rob also the editor. Yeah. But you wouldn't have met Rob because Rob doesn't live in LA. I zoomed with Rob. I zoomed with Rob on the way to your baby shower. <laughs> yeah. And you showed up, left early. I didn't leave early. You came and then you were worried you were going <laughs> to... Well, let's hang on. <laughs> you, didn't, you came and then you told me you were worried that you were going to upset someone, so you've left. 
That's not what I said. Did you, I say that? You did tell me. You were like, I had a lot of fun, but I decided to get in there and get out. because I, I, didn't want, I was like, your friends are really cool and nice. I didn't want anyone to feel like I was being I weird. felt like I like made a good impression, and the longer I stayed, the bigger the risk of souring the day. Yeah, right. <laughs> also, I, was, I left for my friend's bar crawl that was nearby. Oh, nice. It, but I was there for like an hour and a half. That's good. Jeff, I do appreciate you doing the show. Now, what qualifies you as a perfect person to be on the show to take these calls to solve these people's problems? And as you answer, I'm going to get my glasses. BFA. I have a Bachelor of Fine Arts, meaning I'm a bachelor. Awesome. I'm fine. I could be better. And uh, my conversational skills are a work of arts. What degree do you have, BA? Yeah. So. I do have a BA. Double major and a minor, though. So I sort of packed it full. A minor and some shit. You didn't minor? You just did, no, I wanted you just to did finish one early, and then you though. fucked around doing bong hits and beer bongs and <laughs> having a buzz ball right before class. <laughs> How did you party in college? <laughs> beer bongs and buzz balls, beer. I've never had a buzz ball, but I did see him at the grocery store the other day and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. That looks like a wild time. You know, hey, you and I should get together and have some buzz balls. We we have a loose plan to get Negronis and clams. No Negronis. <laughs> oysters. And Buzz balls and clams. No, we said Negronis and oysters. Uh, but you're a father. Here's what happened. We became real friends, I feel like, right before you had a kid. And so yeah. I've been trying to not invite you to too much. For sure. Because I feel like, I, in my mind, I'm like, oh, he's busy as a kid. He stays in the bed, sleeping through the night. And as long as either Sarah or I is at home, the other person can go out and do something. Yeah. Like, we could go get Negronis and clams or whatever. Well, I want Sarah to come. Oh, I know. I, well, then we could get babysitter. Yeah, but then you're losing money because of me. No, but it would be for the joy of our friendship. That's not a price that That's you're willing to pay. <laughs> 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 well, uh, got it, Jeff. So you're a BFA, and that's what sort of qualifies you. What is some blanket advice that you have for the audience before we get into the calls? I haven't necessarily put this into action yet. Mm-hmm. But I do think that you have to take financial opportunities by the balls. Okay. I mean, I definitely am a greer in that you should have the most cash that could possibly have. Right. But that's not good advice. Mm, what do you mean? The good advice would be like, it's possible for you. <laughs> it's all there. My mentality around cash has always sure. been you got to give to get. How much are you giving away each month? Not giving away, giving to me as a special little gift for being a good boy. <laughs> so it's like, I agree. No, I had a balance. Snickers ice cream the other day and that was a gift for me. I didn't know I wanted it until I walked into the convenience and then I got it. Okay. <laughs> and that's your financial advice? <laughs> because mentally you have to be in a place where you're willing to spend cash to get it. <laughs> Yeah, let's cut this out, Rob, and let's replace it with a song. Yeah. yeah. Well, the phone lines are ringing <laughs> off the damn hook. Let's open them up and get into the calls, Jeff. But before we do, if you like the show, you can consider subscribing so you don't miss an episode. And if you love the show, if this is your favorite freaking thing, yeah. you can consider joining the Patreon where we have extended versions of every single episode, including this one, where we kind of talk shit. A little Not, bit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that was pretty tame. We were sort of talking some shit. Yeah. Talking some numbers. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can get that ad free and also exclusive episodes to Patreon every single Friday. Most recently, I got drunk and took calls. Previous to that, we did the Cranberry Spectacular. Mm-hmm. Where we had cranberry juice and we discussed it. 
Did you have a UTI? Is that why you did that? No, I just think the taste is good. Oh. Let's get into the calls here. <laughs> Hi, Miles. Um, I'm calling for some advice um, because my roommate sat on the floor of our house recently and decided that she didn't want to clean it up. Um, and we're just trying to figure out how to deal with that just in general. All right. Call me back. Bye. What a twofer. To shit on the floor and then also be like, that's not mine to clean up is well, brave. Well, let's not. Yeah, let's hear her out because... I want to know what prompted the chat. Right. Was it an IBS? Was it a drunken Eve? Yeah. Was it just for fun? Hello. Hello. You called perfect person. And I'm here to call you back. <laughs> I'm here with Jeffrey James to find out who shat on your floor. <laughs> Crazy one to start with, by the way. Oh <laughs> my God. No way. How's your day going? And what would you like a fake name so we can refer to you properly? Yes. May I offer Sandy? Sandy. <laughs> Well, Sandy, we're going to need to know all about this. Essentially, somebody pooped on your floor and they don't want to clean it up. Who's your roommate? Who are the key players in the situation? Okay, so we I so I live with three people in like a house or like a like a townhouse. Um, and one of my roommates, um, we should probably give her a fake name, too. Let's use real name for her. No, <laughs> let's give her social. We'll put her social and last first name, middle initial last. Sandy and ooh, how about this? Ma- mm-hmm. Mandy. You do this every week. You do this twice a week sometimes. <laughs> you can't come up with a name. Oh my God. Okay, yeah. Sandy and Mandy. Yeah. So I'm actually out of town right now, but Mandy texted in our house group chat saying, like, hey guys, you'll never believe what happened. I was like getting changed in my room, and all of a sudden I just sat on the floor. And um, <laughs> I don't know how she expected us to react because like, what do you say to that? And I think she thought it was like a ha ha funny cute, but it was not. And so <laughs> It's not a ha ha funny cute to shit on the floor. That's also maybe the first time I've ever. No, not exactly. Usually when people are like, you'll never believe it. Yeah, I can believe it. Uh, That's yeah. a genuine, I I don't believe You'll that. You'll never believe it, embarrassed emoji. I pooped all over myself and the floor. Oh. Uh, was this the cold light of day? She's just <laughs> sort of in her room in the middle of the day pooping? This was literally yesterday, like, in, like, at noon. <laughs> in the middle of And the she's day. still, to the, to, like, currently it's there still, as we speak. So we really know because so we don't want to go in so okay so here's the thing here's the worst thing is that she texted us that we were all like what the hell like what is going on like clean it up question mark and then she was like oh well i'm going to visit my parents this weekend i don't have time what <laughs> that is so you make crazy you make time if for cleaning shit off the floor dump on the floor you have to make time to clean that's so crazy. You would think. What now? You uh, would think. Is this indicative of this person's other? I was behaviors? about to ask. Like, yeah. What's what? What is Mandy like oh, normally? One hundred percent. Like if what? this was going to happen with anybody in her house, it would uh, for sure be her. Wild Mandy. She's always dumb. <laughs> not a fun floor. wild. No. Not a fun kind of wild. Like what other types of things has she done on your premises? Okay. Like she's. I think she's going through a lot. I don't know. She doesn't really talk about it. Not she a good just, excuse. Like, very like messy and will like like come home like late at night make a total mess wake us all up 
you know, just go crazy. And then the next day when we asked her to like clean up her mess or like, Hey, can you not come in and scream and use our bathroom and whatever? <laughs> then she'll like, it has a little bit of a victim complex. So it's like, it's never her problem. It's always just like us coming at her. So that's it's, what makes this situation a little tough. It sounds right. like Mandy's obsessed with shitting. Because she comes in late she at night and goes bathroom. to the bathroom she, she and goes a, crazy in there. Goes, she goes crazy. <laughs> yeah, probably. She goes wild know. in there. She's going wild in the kitchen, <laughs> screaming like, by herself. Like, this is feral. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. But, I mean, yeah, what do you do in this situation? I think you say, like, hey, you have to, like, this is, like, borderline expendable, expellable. Like, yeah, you can't be thing. dumping. By the way, and I have to ask, is it a carpeted floor? It is a carpeted floor. Well, sorry, oh. not carpeted floor. It's, a, it's an area rug. Okay, so she, get rid of the rug, I think, for her. That's, like, how, a good. How she, you, she said that she was... She, I just, I don't want to belabor the grossness, but I'm like, scientifically, she was like, oh, I w- can you read the text verbatim to us? Yeah, please. It's- oh my God. Okay, wait one second. Let me try so to funny to be up. packing for a weekend away and just go, oh, oh no. <laughs> no, but she was changing. Like, how could she have been changing? Okay. So she literally said, you guys will never believe this. And then we <laughs> One of my roommates said, what? And she said, I was just changing and I sat on the floor. And we're like, what? Where? And then she says, in my room, LOL. Oh, my God. And so then, like, literally, like, 10 minutes passes and no one says anything. And so, <laughs> That's like, so funny. Like, make a new, or we, like, already have a new group chat with, like, the other three of us. And we're like, what the fuck Everyone but Mandy so, chat. Like, <laughs> home, I'm out of town. And so... No one's gone in there to like see it, but she left. Uh, I he mean, did leave. I mean, this is like <laughs> so crazy. Like, I guess it's in her room. So no way you're defending Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess like <laughs> in the comfort of her own room, her safe space, dumping in my safe space. No, because it's not a safe space because dump, dumping at all yeah. smells bad. <laughs> Leaving it for a weekend away, it's going to permeate the entire loft. I think. Eating food is something I love to do. (laughs) It's the best part of my day. And luckily, eating better is easy with Factors Delicious Ready-to-Eat Meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. And let me just tell you, the two-minute window that it takes to get ready is absolutely the thang for me, because I'm a busy beaver. Okay, I'm going everywhere. I've got a little son. He goes to bed. I'm exhausted at the end of the day, and I want to eat something yummy. And Factor is there to help me thrive. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Factor sent me a bunch of meals, and I licked the plate clean. Specifically, the filet mignon and mushroom risotto I found to be delish. Also, they sent me some wellness shots, and I gotta tell you, kicking my day off with a wellness shot, we did one with cayenne pepper. We did one that was like, all that juicy, juicy green stuff, I loved. I thought it was like 
fantastic and I could not get enough of it. Head to factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 and use code perfectperson50 to get 50% off. That's code perfectperson50 at factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 to get 50% off. Shrimp and cocktail, peanut butter and jelly. These are iconic duos. But what about the iconic duo when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling vintage swords or, of course, lovely little clam tarts, <laughs> Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered, baby. No matter how big your business gets, Shopify's there to help you scale and grow while you're selling one clam tart and while you're selling a million clam tarts by the seashore. It's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. So sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash perfect person, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash perfect person now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash perfect person. If you're selling stuff, then you're going to want to check this puppy out. that you guys need to i think that one of you needs to say hey look mandy this was really out of line i know that it was probably an accident but uh when something like this happens it's okay oh you know here's how you connect with her yeah instead of taking that route actually just be like hey if something like this happens i get that it can be embarrassing but you have to clean it up for yeah. for our consideration because i think if you go aggressive she, like you said she can feel like a victim to herself sometimes and you don't want to victim she's blame. doing crazy stuff like forget the shit she's a bad roommate it sounds like otherwise yeah she's coming in late at night and screaming yeah. you said <laughs> screaming going through the kitchen like a tornado <laughs> Exactly. Well, okay. So one of my roommates, so she left yesterday, like yesterday evening. I don't know if it's still there because I'm not home right now, but one of my roommates (laughs) has been texting her and was like, Hey, like, I don't know what's going on, but like, if if there's a mess in your room, like you have to like call a maid service to like come and pick up. And she got really defensive and was like, I'm not paying for that. So I think she might have her boyfriend come and get her rug later today, but that's not definite how's that relationship (laughs) yeah it sounds like a good relationship that they've got though i mean it takes a good yeah i don't know i don't know how that's going yeah i mean hey i know i just left town but can you go i shit on the floor can you go take my rug what's that can you believe my roommates asked you to do that (laughs) you're asking me to do it for requesting that we don't have literal human waste in our home. Yeah. Right. Low bar. That's the I don't know if the bar goes lower than that for roommates. And you know what? Like <laughs> I would feel bad for Mandy if she was like, guys, I'm so sorry. Like this embarrassing I had thing an happened. Accident. I had an accident. I don't know what happened. I, yeah. I'm, I'm feel sick or something. Like, but her and uh, attitude right. and mentality around it was like, I shit on the floor. <laughs> LOL. Like not even, funny. What's yeah. funny about yeah, that? What's funny? Like we're all scared for you. Yeah. 10 she, minutes of zero group chatting. Yeah. You should know that <laughs> we're mad. Kind of. A, she's a chat manian devil. It sounds like. Yeah. I love when a group chat just grinds to a halt. <laughs> like it's like everyone's having fun. Someone well, we said something. Like, no responses. 
we were like excited for like what she was gonna say because anytime she says like guess what like it's usually something crazy but it's not like that i i I think you gotta move because you can't kick her out (laughs) because of her victim complex and also like she should probably just squat and shit and so I would move out, but I have a low tolerance and threshold for like roommate woes that start way before shitting on the floor and leaving it for a weekend. Yeah, this is such a like next level final move for <laughs> yeah. her that I think that like, I mean, it sounds like, do you still like, I guess, what do you like about Mandy? That's a really good question. Yeah. Um. So we like all used to really be like close friends and then Mandy like sort of like went off the deep end. Um, <laughs> oh, Mandy. And... I mean, I like, I feel bad for her. I think she's going through a lot, but at yeah. the same time, like there's very few redeeming qualities at this point. That's okay. That's how old are you? Can I ask how old you are? 22. Gotcha. Okay, cool. I, I think mean, you <clears throat> change every year so much, especially in your early twenties that like your friends will change. And I, and sometimes in a way that you don't vibe with or feel like is going in a different direction. <laughs> I mean, can I, are you, are you interested in the direction of shitting on a carpet and leaving it? Not really, no. That's yeah. not really. I think that's my, that's okay perfect. then. I, I think it also is like uh, because you say Mandy's going through a lot. I'm guessing that like like you don't have to get into details about that, but I'm guessing that she has a lot going on, and this is sort of like like her attitude and behavior is probably her compensating for like oh whatever it's not a big deal like because this is it is like a little bit of a big deal, but she has other big deal stuff going on in her life. So I think. That's probably yeah. why you want to approach her with just a level of like, hey, like it's okay, but I think just we, we just want to clean. You know what I mean? Like if you approach her with a softness, yeah, sometimes that'll allow people to uh, realize what they're doing is not like because I think if you approach her with anger, she's like, whatever, it's fine. Like you know what I mean? But if you're like, <laughs> hey, like I, I just want to know that like we have to clean up. It's hard to be like, whatever, it's fine. It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, uh, okay. 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 Like, it's like, it really makes people feel crazy. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, I think you got to go in soft and hopefully she doesn't go in soft again. Yeah. And I think my, my, <laughs> uh, my, my take on friendships or growing apart or feeling like someone's different than they used to be. I think like, Having a history is not enough of a reason to have someone be like very present in your life still. If yeah. she's changed and, yeah. you know, you can you can leave space for empathy for like, oh, she is going through a lot. But when it gets to a place of she's shitting on a carpet and leaving it, you know, for several days, it's like you, you're well within your right to put some distance there if you need or if you want. I don't know. I would move out. Yeah, I would definitely be moving out or just like I'm not- moving out. <laughs> I'm moving out. I want the world. To- I want a clean carpet. I think I probably would move out or just not even associate with Mandy at all. I would diso- yeah. Dis- I would dissociate physically and I would also yeah. so yeah. yeah, sever the ties. Um well, I'm sorry you're going through this Sandy and I hope you can figure out the situation with Mandy. Um but yeah, again, go in soft uh just because you have to live with someone like you don't want to create a volatile situation where she then gets angry and then somebody gets defensive. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's just that's worse than her being crazy. Is it her being crazy and then having the like whole chemicals of the situation explode? Yeah, and you don't want to start like a war because then she would have a license to say all's fair and shit on floor (laughs) you were teeing that up yeah (laughs) i actually wrote that down on a note card before before we we recorded before we took your call yeah yeah i want to involved listen to this because i really don't want this to get back there (laughs) 
<laughs> you think she does she listen to the podcast? I don't think that she does, but like I don't I don't know how many people know at this point. So I just I, oh well. it, yeah. if this is it's just so crazy to do what she did and then be defensive. <laughs> right. So I if it's it gets okay, back to her, it's fine. okay to do what she did. It's totally okay. But cuz it stuff happens, maybe she was sick, whatever, who knows. But then to then to defend it is really hard. It's tough. Um well, thank you so much for calling in yeah. and you have a fantastic day and we can't can we keep her on the line as for we take another call? call? No, yeah. wait, that's a good idea for a web episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you guys. I really appreciate the call back. Do you have anything to plug? Social media projects or <laughs> not? Miss. Oh, right, right, right. Sorry. Um, well, Emodium th- would be great. Emodium. Thanks, guys. Everyone, go out there and get your emodium. Bye. Are you dealing <laughs> chemicals now? What's emodium? Yeah, we're brought to you by Big Pharma. <laughs> what? Emodium. What is emodium? Emodium uh, stops. It gives you stops. Oh, if you're having the runs, it's going to give you stops. <laughs> I'm regular, so I don't know anything about that kind of medicine. That's really good. Honestly, and I, that is a good idea, by the way, Jeff. What you said Being earlier. regular? No. Oh, what you said earlier about here's what we can do is I do an episode where it's a snowball. So the first <laughs> caller stays on. Okay. And then we get a second caller and they stay on. That's really and good. Caller and, and then at the end, it's like. It's, five you could call it the Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble. Yeah. That is really, really good. I like that. Because then it's also like, it's like the girl whose roommate shit on the floor giving advice to someone who's like, I experienced heartbreak for the first time. Yeah. And you get to really hear people sort of talk to each other. I love that. And it also <laughs> did kind of laterally give me an idea for the HeadGum Podcast. I'd love for you to be involved. <gasps> Instead of Snowball, it's uh-huh. Snow Globe. So I'm thinking this December, we do an episode where it's literally raining fake snow, snowing fake snow. The whole time? The whole show is a snow globe moment. It's so special that we want to capture it. Uh, Yeah, how do you have fake snow going into the studio? I'm picturing, for those who don't know, we have two producers at HeadGum, Casey and Anya. I'm picturing Casey and Anya standing on footstools, kind of just shaking the fucking... uh, Maracas. No. (laughs) Fake snow from a box. (laughs) Let's take another call here. Oh, this is really good. We got to help someone out. Hi, Miles. My problem is that I'm at work right now and I want to take a break. So if you call me, I'll be able to step outside for a sec. Um, Please call me back. We got to give someone a break from their job. Let's go ahead and give them that break. No way. Hello. You called perfect person because you needed a break from your job. And we're here to (laughs) we're here to give you a call. And you have to tell your job that it's a personal call that's really important. Miles, you'll never believe (gasps) I got let off work early. So thank you very much for that. And you know what? You're a supporter of workers, right? So I'm gonna thank you for that as well. Absolutely. Definitely helping me out here. Definitely a supporter of workers' rights. What is your job, by the way? I'm here with Jeffrey James, by the way. Hello, Jeffrey. Namaste. Happy day. Thank You're you. off work. You're a off. very happy day. And what do you do for work? Miles, you'll never believe, believe it. I'm a barista. <gasps> Love a barista. At Starbucks, yeah. Starbucks, what are we thinking? We talking, Caribou coffee? No. Are we talking the coffee <laughs> Jeff, bean and tea Jeff. leaf? And- <laughs> we talking in- independent <laughs> coffee shop? Oh, my God. Um, I, work at, I don't work at a Starbucks, uh, thankfully. I work at a small coffee shop um, in the suburbs of Philadelphia. Yeah, that's awesome. Westchester. You, Philadelphia. I, what was that? Westchester or no? Um, the other side of Philadelphia. Oh, okay. um, I'm like about 15 minutes from the northeast. Are you familiar? 
No, I'm not at all. I only know Westchester. <laughs> like, I, don't awesome, know why, awesome, I don't know why awesome. he clarified for you because he doesn't know anything. <laughs> he asked you a question. You don't feel the need to respond. By the way, that's awesome as a barista. Um, uh, and but by the way, but you know what? I'm gonna negative shout out Starbucks because they're sucking ass right now. In what regard? They're fucking. They literally un- are. They're union busting and doing all this fake union ass busting. They're, they're busting people's At chops. Sure. Like- no, they're, they're, <laughs> no, they're doing more than shop busting. Um, but anyway, so um, I'm glad that you got a break from your job. Well, now that we've got you on the horn and you got your break that you deserved, do you have any problems you need us to yeah. solve? I actually do, and I've called in multiple times. You ignored me. Miles, come on. So honestly, hey, I'm going to take take right this moment to apologize. You're talking to me, Willis? All right, let's hear the problem. I am talking to you, Willis. (laughs) All right, well, let me tell you about my problem. I'm going into my junior year of college, Mm -hmm. and I am moving into my first off-campus apartment, and I'm living with three other girls, two girls I have lived with before, and we're all good. Now, the third girl is new, and we have... Actually, can you give me a fake name so I can... Cleopatra. You know, uh, straighten out. Cleopatra. I love it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Cleopatra, me, and let's... The roommate I don't like, what's her name? Garbage. <laughs> well, okay. So me and Garbage kind of want the same bedroom. I really don't want to start any drama, but I really want this room. Now, when we did sign the lease, she kind of half verbally claimed it, but I, I don't know. I just feel like I'm going to be living there. I'm going to be living there for the next two years and she's graduating. So here's a question for you, Cleopatra. <laughs> only, I'm only yeah. asking this just to sort of do my due diligence, but is it possible that garbage is actually a good person and that her need of to have the room, her need of having the room is putting you, is putting you at odds? I don't think so. It's I about garbage. putting us at odds. Okay, got it. Okay. Personality-wise, so what do you not like? Yeah. Garbage, personality-wise, my roommate, my current roommate, who I've known since freshman year, she's one of my best friends. Love her. Her and Garbage are in the same major. So okay. no matter what, like if she moves out, you know, my roommate is going to be stuck with her regardless. So I really have to be cordial with Garbage. Got it. Now, my roommate had to get a screen protector, or not a screen protector, like um, a privacy screen, because <laughs> Garbage was looking at her phone and reading off our text. Oh, a little peeping, Tom. A, a little peeping garbage, yeah. Um, peeping and trash. She, she tries to one-up people a lot. She tried to one-up said roommate who had to get the privacy screen. My, my roommate had a pretty um, devastating house fire when she was younger, and she was just like kind of talking to us about that. Now, Garbage wanted to let us know that she was actually born on 9-11. And, yeah, yeah, the crickets, crickets, crickets. Not the same The crickets are correct. I don't think. No, 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 and it's not. Um, (laughs) And it's not. And she also keeps bringing up this um, house fire to my roommate as, like, I don't know. Like, she's, like, making jokes about it and just, like an unsavory light. Wait, she's making jokes about your roommate's house fire? <laughs> Absolutely. How do you feel better that we called her garbage? Okay, because sometimes I get worried. I'm going to be yes. honest with you, Cleopatra. Sometimes... Did you just fall down a well? Wait, I'm sorry, what was that? Sorry, did you just fall down a well? Sorry. Okay, so um, what just happened in your life that that sound was made? <laughs> I'm sitting outside my mom's work, which is the local library, and 
um, they're picking up the drop off like books. Oh. And so a big cart just rolled by. Gotcha. So disregard that. Okay, here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say because, yes. and, uh, look, to be honest, when somebody calls in and they say, everyone in the house hates this one person, I get worried because I'm, I'm wondering, is there sort of a mean I'm girl situation? Is there a mean girl situation, you know, going on, which can sometimes happen? That being, that being said, I think that's good to be cognizant of in any circumstance that no one's being ganged up on. Now, if you are yeah. living in a living situation and somebody has a house fire and you're sort of poking light fun <laughs> at that, I'm going to go ahead and say that that's going to be on garbage. <laughs> now, yeah, I, yeah. I am going to firmly ask you to not live with this person yeah. or like figure out a way around your living situation because it's not going to be good for you because you don't like garbage. It's not going to be good for garbage because really you don't, don't like garbage. garbage. Yeah. I, exactly. Anything that annoys you about someone before you live together yeah. will be 15 times worse when you live together. Yeah. Living with your best friends where you have no drama really before you move in still can prove to be difficult. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. You got to make sure garbage doesn't live with you somehow, some way. We signed this lease. Say with me. Leases, leases were meant to be broken. broken. I've broken two <laughs> leases in my life and it's fine. It really is. Yeah. You just need to find a replacement that would work better. And like, yeah. I would strongly urge you to do that. I, just and I know it's, it's anxiety inducing, but yeah. you're really, it's, it's going to be bad if you don't. Having an awkward situation once. Yeah. Teach a man to awkward. He'll fish for a lifetime. And that didn't make any sense. But no, what he no, meant no, to no, say let was, let me yep. finish. Let me finish. Yep. <laughs> so press the fart. An awkward. An awkward situation now yeah. will save you a year of awkwardness yeah. versus being like, I don't want to have an uncomfortable thing where garbage is mad at me. Garbage is going to be mad at you for a whole year because your <laughs> living situation is going to be bad. Awkward and bad. And awkward yeah. and bad. And she's going to be annoyed with you because you don't like her and she's going to sense that. And yeah. it's all going to be bad. I feel like garbage does sense that. Garbage. So they I feel will, like she yeah. Because they're probably feeling anxious. If they sense it, they're gonna. They're feeling anxious, yeah. and they are like, "Oh my god!" Like there, you know, there's friction already, and we haven't moved in. Yeah. They're nervous, so the, you know, give them the out. You could look at it that way. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're all feeling anxious. Um. So garbage and my roommate who has who had the house fire are in the same major. What's the major? Just so we can paint a picture. Yeah, deaf ed. Oh no! Wait, can I tell you guys why you see it's also garbage? The major is deaf, like deaf education. Deaf education. So gotcha. they're learning sign language to um, like teach in a deaf classroom. That's cool. Awesome. That's awesome. It is really cool. I like. I'm picking up some sign. So, but garbage is um, taking it taking it to an extent where she's making it a bit of her personality when she is a hearing person, and I and I know I can't really like speak to this. My roommate, who I keep referring to, um, who had the fire, um, her one of her siblings is deaf, and so she she yeah. finds it really frustrating. Um, totally, yeah. Then she just kind of, yeah. I I don't know. I I'm just giving you. I'm really um, shitting on her right now. I'm no, on garbage, no, these are bad things. These are bad things. No, loud and loud and clear. And again, like. I'm on the phone with you, so I'm just going to advise you. But if I was on the phone with garbage, I'd also yeah. be telling garbage to move out. The end result is the yeah, same. exactly. Like you know, it's like you may be an unreliable. I'm going to trust you as a reliable narrator, but even yeah. if you weren't, I still would say that you should move out of this situation. <laughs> <laughs> like the end result yeah. of the advice is still the same. 
Uh, do not live okay. with this person. Nix that lease. lease. And again, you can figure someone to replace you. You can find someone to replace garbage. And again, it doesn't matter if garbage is going to be upset with you in the short term. Well, I think yeah. you can just be like, look, guys, we're trying to figure out like what the best living situation is. I feel like we have some things and I just don't know that we're going to be able to resolve them. It's all going to be fine. But have the awkward experience now and sip that martini mm-hmm. later. Yeah. Have that Trader okay. Joe's but, uh, peanut butter filled pretzel later. Have that oh. ice cream sandwich later but right now you're gonna need okay. to eat some humble pie <sighs> my favorite pie <laughs> ad <Adric. laughs> <laughs> thank you for calling in you have a fantastic evening thank you. And, um, i'm glad that we i thank you know you we, we tried to give you a break from work but instead we changed your life forever that's really Do, and you know what that is so true and i you i will never be able to repay you thank you so much miles and i'm sorry what's your name uh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey James. Thank you, Jeffrey. Thank, Thank you. you Jeffrey James. Have a great evening. All right, I'm Namaste. looking forward to listening. Bye. Right, Thank bye. you. Bye. Ah, uh, am I not memorable? No, I think you're memorable. I have to introduce myself like eight times to people. You're a memorable guy. Yeah. I yeah. In a good way. In a good way. You don't have to say that. You're caustic a little. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Jesus, exactly. <laughs> exactly what I mean. Have you ever had a bad living situation? Like oh, that? yeah. You did. In college? Uh, right after college, we lived in this really small, what was like an Airbnb that they decided to rent long term. Mm. And so it was not built to last. Oh, It was man. paper thin walls. The whole house was not that much bigger than the studio. Oh but my with God, walls, Jesus. And it was a three bedroom. Yeah. And uh, my roommate, just like our beds, the only way to put our beds in both of our rooms were against the same wall, paper thin walls. He was a real snorer, which is like fine. Like I'm not judging him for that, but I didn't get a wink of sleep that year. Because he snored so loud it was through the wall. I'm not exaggerating. I slept five hours a night that whole year. Luckily, I was in a relationship at the time, so I mostly slept at her place. But she lived so far away (laughs) from everything I needed to do. You're going to say, luckily, I was in a relationship at the time, so I wasn't sleeping much anyway. It would have been way cooler, but you know, it's also not sexy when it's, it's hard to, did you spit on the microphone? Just a little bit. I'm it's, sorry. It's okay. So many people have spit on this microphone before. Anyone famous? Yeah. A lot of famous. Who? Most famous person on the show. Avril Lavigne. For Avril Lavigne was not on the show. Simon Cowell. Not Simon on the show. Peg, not Simon on the show. and Garfunkel. Not both of them did Simon. not show up to the studio. <laughs> I wish. Who's the dream guest that you could have on the headgum podcast? Already got him. No, it was not me. It it it, it was, and that's then right. we got you, and now it's like, that's what's next? next? Yeah, you sort of you 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 shot the last buffalo, Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien, biggest holy. podcast in the industry. So obviously, doing the cross promo would be great. Is but it? he's my comedy idol? Is is the podcast big in this? Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. You Probably. think so? I think so. Emma Chamberlain. And I meant like a hard comedy. Oh yeah, yeah. Emma Chamberlain may be my dream guest. Emma Chamberlain would be so good on the show. She would be so charming and cool and funny. And I think she's great. Because I fear that you wouldn't be able to handle Chamberlain. Oh my (laughs) fucking God. I've never been so livid at you. I would be a fantastic (laughs) foil for Chamberlain to sort of foil. You're both joyful. We're both joyful. Exactly. We'd be able to talk about joyful foils would be a good co-hosted show with you guys. Joyful foils would be really good. Spotify exclusive. Yeah. So at the um, very least you could get a Chamberlain coffee sponsorship. Oh my God. To even, to to even walk the ground that Chamberlain sips on. Yeah. To to grind the grounds (laughs) of Chamberlain's coffee. (laughs) 
would be a revelation. <laughs> no, I think there's a lot of people I want on the show. It is sort of a fun thing. Name of, two. Name three. Name three. Three dream guests. All right, Emma Chamberlain is absolutely one. She's in. Who else? She's in. So one that would be really terrifying to me, but I think would be a great guest would be Z-Way. I don't think you should have Z-Way. Like I think show. she would eviscerate me of course. in front of my peers yes. as much as she does, but I think she would be she's just such a funny person to me. She's funny from a distance for sure. I wouldn't ever want to be on camera with her. Really? Because you just right <laughs> No, from- because she would like I'm so easily like poked holes through. Right. Uh number three? Round it up. Oh man. Uh you know who I was thinking recently? Gavin be- Newsom. <laughs> Governor to, Gavin Newsom, you, have, have you have ideas about water. President Donald Trump. <laughs> I think even the fact that you gave him the title of president, <laughs> I'll say Mister because it's it's actually disrespectful. <laughs> because he has a higher title. That's Come like calling on, a doctor. If you were a doctor, I would call you Mister. Well, I wouldn't. I would. I would. Tr- I would treat you with reverence, and I'd yeah. call you Doctor Bonsignore. But I'm saying, like, if if you were forget it. Yeah. If you were a bad guy like Trump and you were a doctor, I would call you Mr. Also, Billie Eilish would be really good, I think. William Eilish? Billie Eilish. Oh, okay. I think she would be good. She would be like funny and charming and cool. I think she would lean. I'm not going to do an impression. You're going to. No, I'd love to hear your impression of Billie Eilish. Do you have one? I don't have one, but I'll do one right away. You're doing a Billie Eilish impression off the cuff? She'd be like. Yeah. Right. And like this, that, and the other. And I said, no, I. I uh, Cut this, Rob. Sorry, no. That was terrible. It that wasn't was terrible bad. Question. It was, you said, oh, and this, that, and the other. It, you didn't even do a voice. She she talks kind of normal. She, I guess she does talk kind of normal. If you don't cut that out, I'm going to... You are so strung out, and it's going to be in the final episode. <laughs> I, I promise you that I will be exporting a cut with that clip in it. I don't promise Conan much. O'Brien. Oh, let me finish. I don't promise much. But I'll promise that that clip will be in the episode. And not only that, that's the TikTok clip. That's the pull for social media. That is bad for you. That's bad the pull. That's the clip. That's the audio. <laughs> that's Conan the, O'Brien, yeah. Conan Gray, Dorian Gray. Too many grays, too many Conans. <laughs> really? How do you figure? <laughs> I think that Ira Glass. There's no way. I would love to have on this show. Do you think, and I don't want to be too blue. Yeah. Do you think Ira Glass likes eating ass? Let me just think about that for one second. Today we're eating ass. Yeah. Let's take another call. Another caller? I didn't even get to do my three guests. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. 
Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Okay, yeah. here we go. We have got another one. Hi, Miles. Basically, I have a lesbian dilemma for you. And I need you to help me solve it. I think I've been done wrong by a friend, and I'm debating cutting them off. And I need you to help me. I need you to weigh in. Lesbian frenemy dilemma. Hello. Hello. I'm here with Jeffrey James no. from Perfect Person, and Namaste. I'm here to call you back to help you with your lesbian dilemma. Oh my fucking god! I'm literally at work, but I don't care. I just ran to the bathroom and hit. <gasps> what is your job? And is it okay that you're leaving? You're an ER. Um, yeah, yeah. You work in the ER. Yeah. No, I'm a, I'm actually a surgeon. Right? <laughs> I just right left surgery. open heart surgery <laughs> to answer your call. Yes, I left open heart surgery. My patient is on the table. No, I am a hostess at a restaurant, but it is raining where I'm at right now, so like nobody wants to go outside. And eat. Oh, wow. I see. That makes sense. Okay. Well, what is your uh, lesbian dilemma? And we're going to call you Ganty. Ganty. Ganty with a D. With a G. With a G. Ganty. Yeah. As in Garish Ganty. Okay. Garish Ganty. So my lesbian dilemma. Well, I am a lesbian and (laughs) I met this girl at work and she it's very cute and so i was like hmm, are you gay and she was like yeah and then you know as it goes um we started to get really close and i asked her out on a date um like a month into meeting because i was really into her um and she said no because i had just turned 18 and she was turning um she had just turned 20 and so she was like mm, like maybe that's a little too young which you know i understand yeah but we remained to be friends and she kept treating me like her girlfriend. And so like, I got really confused and like, she would talk to me. Like I was her partner. I would like take on the role of like things that a girlfriend would do. I would drive her everywhere. She didn't have her license. And like, (laughs) we would hang out all the time. We would go on like romantic dates. It was so strange. And like, I would always bring her gifts. I would always, like, buy her food and, like, give her free weed and stuff like that. And she eventually, like, six months in, was like, oh, I have feelings for you. And I was like, great, because I still have feelings for you. And then that's where things started to take a turn. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. So, basically, I, you know, I got the, I felt like I got the okay to, like, move things towards, like, a little more romantic, so, you know, start getting more touchy. And, like, she slept over at my house. But, like, all we did was cuddle the whole night, which was, like, I don't know. It was it was strange. Like, that's totally fine. You can cuddle. But, like, she made it sound like something was going to happen. And then, like, she wasn't giving me those vibes. I didn't want to push it. And right. long story short, she posted me a month later, said she had too much anxiety to be in a relationship and just completely, like, iced me out. And I was like, I don't understand what's happening. Oh, interesting. After being ignored, yeah. After being ignored for two weeks, 
she calls me up again and is like, I'm sorry, I still have feelings for you. I just need us to be friends. And I need you to not date anyone because I'm going to have anxiety about who you're with. And I was like, that's okay. <laughs> so I didn't. <laughs> yeah, no, literally. I didn't see anyone. And so more months go by and I'm not seeing anyone. And things aren't really changing between us. Like our friendship is still romantic. Mm. And I started to get a little bit like resentful. Confused, and I was yeah. like, yeah, we're that full because I was like, nothing's happening. Like, we haven't even kissed. I don't understand. Like, do you want to be with me? Right. And after 10 months of this, like, back and forth, she's like, actually, we're just friends. I don't want to be with you. You should date other people. And I was like, hmm. Oh, that Later to find sucks. out, sleeping with people the whole time. This is not a good person. This is not a perfect no, person at the very not. least. At, or at the very least, <laughs> like this is n- not a perfect person, not someone that is equipped to be uh, doing what it is that they're doing. I, you, you can't. Yeah. It's they were already wrong for being like, I am like okay. I, everything was sounded fine until they were like, don't. We're not going to date, and I don't want you to see other people. But then that's, also, you cannot do that. Leading you on, getting the emotional value of you as a partner, and also they knew probably the whole time that they were like getting those benefits yeah. and wanting to feel liked by you. Yeah. But then getting mm-hmm. like other needs they had met elsewhere. This is not like mm-hmm. a person that has their shit figured out. And I think that probably like if that's you, what I thought. Yeah. That's like, that's so wacky. Well, one, I'm sorry that happened to you, but um, I guess like, what do you need? Do you need help on moving on? Do you need help on well, what do you do with the situation? There's a little more. Okay. There's a little more. So recently I went to go get all my stuff from her house. <laughs> I went to go get like all of my like clothes, my weed, my video games, all the important stuff. Honestly, you sound awesome, by, by the way. way. <laughs> by the way, clothes, weed, and video games. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, the necessities. And she left me standing in the rain for about 15 minutes. Just not opening the door? the door? Oh, my God. Just, like, I texted uh. her. I called her. I was like, hello. And, like, in her defense, I was running five minutes late, but I gave her a notice that I was running late. Late? She and should be there. I, early is where I get yeah, early is where she would not be at the door. That makes no sense. Yeah. I, I was like, I don't know. And so she left me standing in the rain, so I was, like, really annoyed, obviously. Yeah. yeah. And, like, she... When I went to go get all my stuff, she pretended like things were like totally fine and like that nothing happened. And it just filled me with like so much anxiety to like pretend. But it also like I feel really, really guilty for like not wanting to be friends with her anymore because in my brain, I'm like, well, that's not fair to her. But like oh, what yeah, she no. did wasn't fair to me. It was no, no, beyond no. unfair. It was no. actually like deeply unkind and manipulative. Like, yeah, unkind so. and manipulative. You don't need to feel bad about anything in regards to her. She's hurt you in a way that like was kind of intentional seeming. Like at the very least, like she probably knew how that was all going to play out. She, yeah. she probably a while ago had decided that she wasn't going to pursue things with you, but still wanted to feel chased and liked by you. Yeah. And, while you stayed chased. Yeah. yeah and while she you liked stayed that of chased. you. Exactly. So here like, you are. Yeah. Drop her like a hot tater. <laughs> Drop her like a hot potato. Yeah. And don't feel guilty. Just singing a lot of this up, but <laughs> I, I think that probably you, uh, now the question is, do you want to let her know um, these feelings that you're having and yeah. how you feel manipulated and kind of abused from the situation. And then also, yeah, should we send her a ton of money? 
Yeah, we just send her a hundred million dollars. <laughs> I've been going back and forth on whether or not I want to like confront her or just leave it be because it's been a few weeks since she left me in the room and since I got my stuff and we haven't talked. Um, and so like I don't know if she's like kind of got the vibe that like I'm pretty much done with her crap or if I should like reach out because I don't want to beat a dead horse, you know yeah. what I mean? But like at the same time, I kind of feel like I deserve a little closure and I deserve an acknowledgement of like what she did to me. Yeah, like it might. Uh, it's tough because in relationships, honestly, true clo- closure comes within. That's what I was gonna say. So it's like mm-hmm. if you're really looking for closure in the situation, then um, <laughs> then you. Can, I said it first. Well, Jeff didn't say it first. It was sort of me, and then Jeff sort of piled. He but was Rob's gonna edit it, so Rob's I gonna said edit it. First. it so, yeah, Jeff said it first. Yeah, closure um, comes from within. Within. So, um, but can we get? Sorry, do you mind if we get that clean? Yeah, let's get it clean. Closure. You talking? To me? Come. Can we just? Yeah. Yeah. Just for Rob. Closure. Yep. Closure comes from within. So basically what you're going to want to do is I think decide whether you want to like this. I don't think that meeting with her and doing and saying what you're going to say is going to get you what you need. I really don't. That being said, I've been in relationships before where I'm like, I want to see their face when I tell them the ways in which they've wronged me. And I'm wondering like, I don't know. Do you think there is a benefit to that? I, I've been no. in that situation and, I, and I've done it. And then afterwards I was like, I don't think I feel better, but yeah. I feel like different. Yeah. Cause I now like, I don't know. Like, what do you feel at the end of that? It's not really anything. I think that like being vulnerable might just leave me in a more hurt position. Cause I've yeah, right. for the last exactly. Month. Right. You know I mean? If you go to her and you try to have the honest conversation and you, you, you are mature and you're like, Hey, your actions hurt me in these ways. Can you acknowledge that? Yeah. And then she doesn't, or she minimizes them or, you know, maybe is defensive. That's going to feel worse than if you mm-hmm. just moved on, which yeah. I think is a better way to protect your peace and yeah. like your growth. Yeah. I- I've been in situations where I wanted to get the closure by having the like, let's just get coffee and we'll talk things through and it'll be like our, like, you know, final meeting at the end of the movie. And then after that mm-hmm. happened, like a week later, I was like, well, I feel like we still have questions that are unanswered. We should probably do another coffee. Sure. And it's like, oh, this is never going to fucking gonna end. Like, yeah. it's just like, it's yeah, you go end. and then you're not really getting the answers you look for. So you're like, that prompts more questions in your head about how you were hurt. And it yeah. just is ultimately the change that you need to move on from the situation is from you. Yeah. And I think that in the future, you can probably like know that if you're in a situation with someone that you feel like you're not getting what you need from it. You can be honest about that, that you are valuable enough to demand either like respect or just like you, you, you're valuable enough to demand answers from a situation. If you've been hanging out with someone for months Mm -hmm. and you're sort of like, there's a will, they won't they said that we might. And you're allowed to be like, look, I need to know, or I I don't know that we can hang out. And sometimes that holding your power out like that makes it a little bit easier than being like, well, I'm just being, I'm being cool. I'm kind of being That's relaxed. The thing. That's well, what I did when I was younger. I was yeah. like, I want to be chill. I want to yeah. be like cool with anything. I don't want to be like high maintenance, yeah. but it's like, that's not, you're asking kind of for the bare necessities yeah. or like a, the bare minimum. So, uh, you deserve better. And Hey, if you're watching this later, you're the prize. You're the prize. You're I will be watching this later. You don't prize. understand. Like I watch this every Wednesday. Oh, I am the prize. That's very I sweet. Every Wednesday. It's, it's the, like, I am a hardcore Miles Nation fan. So the fact that you just called me like 
you literally made my entire year. I love you so much, Miles. Like, thank you for all that you do. You are the perfect person. That's very sweet of you. Thank you for listening to the show. I do appreciate it. And uh, you have a fantastic rest of your shift to get back to work because there's a line piling up at the front of the restaurant. You too. Love you. Bye. Bye. Your listeners treat you so differently than mine do. They love you. Well, they're very, my listeners are very genuinely like sweet and kind and I feel so lucky for that, knowing yeah. so many, how many like different subsets of circles there on the internet. Some people, you're like, I look at your comments on the Headgum podcast, and they're fucking eviscerating you weekly. I got a physical. I got a physical examination two days ago, and she was like, "Any swelling in your ankles?" And I like almost broke down in tears because I was like, "No, they're actually infamously thin." She didn't understand what was happening. Because they were like, thankles. Yes, like, thin yeah. ankles. People yeah. are seeing I don't like the wide shot, by the way. You like the wide shot? Honestly, I'm going to move around the stuff at the studio so the wide shot looks a little better coming up soon. Yeah. I'm going to do for waiting until after this episode. So. I know. Sorry. Well, you also took your shoes off, which I felt was a little inappropriate. Really? No. I thought it was. Oh. Um, well, Jeff, that brings us just about to the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Well, we have one final segment. Why are you laughing? What? Because I forgot about the last segment. Yeah. It's a segment where we kind of cut away all of the pretension and all the bullshit. It's a segment we like to call Get Real. So, we're just supposed to talk about things that are emotionally very loud. Well, Jeff, this is a segment where we force a genuine moment in an effort to learn more about ourselves and each other. Really shoehorns it in, too. It's like, genuine moments have to be organic, of course. They Do you think be- that? No. I think like well, like uh, intimacy yeah. and partnership, especially like you have to like make time for it, and yeah. it, you can schedule things. This is interesting, actually. You're sort of a silly little Billy that's a tough nut to crack. You I think don't. that about me? Yeah, kind I of. think we just haven't hung out outside of joking. That's spheres. a good point. Well, most of our I would consider you like somebody I really like. That's a friend of mine. But most of our interactions have been recorded. Yeah, which is fine. <laughs> but we should get we should clams, clams and buzzballs. We got to get clams and buzzballs. At this way, point, we've said it enough that I would do that. What even a nut! I, I am a huge fan of themed nights. By the oh, way, 100%. going out for clams and buzzballs is so funny. Like we get lit in the park parking lot with a couple buzz balls going for some the parking lot where are you imagining this happens <laughs> the parking lot of a restaurant that has baked clams <laughs> let's do our original plan we're which was negronis and oysters no, we're brown bagging buzz balls in the parking lot a round bag what would be a round bag a sack we're, we're still doing sacking. a bit we're supposed to we're be getting br- real okay <laughs> If you press that once, how long does it go? It just ended. Oh, okay. You got. You were just on, on way, it. It was on the way to end, and then I uh, said, um, "No, I do think." You think I'm a tough nut to crack? That's I mean, last... do you feel that way? Do you feel like um, when you're hanging out with your uh, close friends or with your partner, do you feel like you have an easy time opening up emotionally? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I do actually. That's why I'm like, if we hung out outside of a recorded context, I would be genuine like that. Yeah. Uh, what do you find that you're genuine about? That uh, do you have a guard with newer people that you meet, or do you find that you're pretty open with everybody? My personal philosophy. Not philosophy, but what I've realized about myself is that like the the first ninety percent, I'll tell to a complete stranger at a bar, and the <laughs> last ten you'll never find out unless we're having sex and in a committed relationship. Oh, that's interesting. So yeah, yeah. you keep a little bit. I mean, I'm I'm similar where like I will share if yeah. people ask. Typically, I'll I'll, I'll say especially because like I find that it helps me more than keeping it guarded would. 
Yeah. Sharing like intimate details about my life or like my past struggles or trauma or grief or whatever, sharing that stuff to anybody yeah. makes me feel better than keeping it. Oh, I mean, up. of course. Yeah. I do think that, I don't know, like everyone has like really deep seated trauma, probably. Yeah. That, that I don't feel comfortable talking about. You're, Even with partners, I've had to work through that. But I'm in a great committed relationship now. You mean like traumatic, traumatic, <laughs> traumatic events from your past? That's trauma in Italy. <laughs> I don't know. Traumatic. Yeah. Um, traumatic events from your past. You have a uh, difficulty opening up up about to anybody, including your partner. I'm not I don't pressing know. you by the way. <laughs> you did that's not. What, you, that, that's no, no you question said. mark. That's what you said. I, I'm no, not pressing you. 90%. Yeah. The bulk of me, yeah. you'll, you, any, I'm an open book. And then there's 10% that I probably keep guarded because it's dark enough that I'm not going to, I don't want to bother anybody with it. And it, it's hard yeah, to talk yeah. about. It's not fun to talk about. So if I'm with friends and we're yeah. out, I don't want to talk about it. That's interesting. You know what? I feel similarly about myself where there's a a bit like if it's something I've worked through, mm-hmm. then I'll yeah. I'm, I'm happy. If it's current, like I'm worrying that my heart's going to stop today. Sure. I have a harder time talking about that. Wait, do you life. think you're going to you have wait, do you have heart disease in your family? No. You just are a hypochondriac maybe? I had like a heart situation that was a little scary, but it was only scary mentally. I went to a doctor. She put me on this medication that I was on for five, six, seven years. Was it a statin? Uh, no, it was oh. a calcium channel blocker because she thought I had what's called a mitral valve prolapse. Turns out I don't have a mitral valve prolapse. Went to a new cardiologist. He was like, you don't even need to be on this medication. But then I stayed on it because I was just so anxious about changing something. Yeah. And then went to a different cardiologist. He did an echo on my heart EKG and was like, yeah, you're you're fine. You're healthy. You don't even need to come back. Yeah. And then that that sort of anxiety still lives in me and I yeah. find that like the part that I have that I struggle with will be like I'm in a group setting and I'm like my heart's gonna stop my heart's gonna stop my heart's gonna stop and I have, I have trouble bringing that up presently yeah that's hard I mean I yeah. I, I have ge- I just found out I have genetically high cholesterol oh yeah very high like okay. 190 which is the indi- over 190 which is the indicator of this thing called familial hypercholesterolemia oh interesting uh, and I've had similar anxieties, but didn't was too scared to go to the doctor to confirm or deny. Because yeah. I was like, I know I have the cholesterol. I already got the blood work done. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there must be plaque building up in my arteries oh my every God. hour. Yeah, dude. And I went to the finally I went to go get a physical to be like, I can't be have this high cholesterol. If you're if you have this genetic condition, you need to be on a statin, yeah. which is an intense medicine. So mm-hmm. I'm a little bit worried about that. I haven't started it yet. Yeah. But I'm I went she immediately was like you, I was like, I've had this high cholesterol knowingly for three years. Yeah. Do you think that I have just a ton of plaque in my arteries? And she's like, no, that takes decades. Yeah. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Dude, oh my God. By the way, the feeling of uh, so many times I've been like, I'm so anxious, I can't think about anything else. Going to a doctor and they're just like, I don't know really what you're talking about. Yeah. It's like, I feel so much better immediately. And it's like, this was just anxiety. Do you like, have trouble trusting doctors though? Um, to not, to, because especially a doctor that you're seeing for the first time and they, they don't actually care about you. Yes. That's I how have, I feel I this I do week. have trouble trusting doctors, um, but uh, a friend of mine... You were really on it the first time. And well, now. I'm not going to hit it again. At this time, we're just get, we, uh, there's sort of a segment of the Get Real where we're getting real and the music cuts out, and then it's just us getting real together. Mm-hmm. But no, I do have trouble trusting doctors because I think it's also like, I'm just like, well, what if they're wrong? Or what if they were busy? Yeah. Or, like, it's not even really just the trust. It's just like also a lot of doctors... I don't know, I've dealt with doctors through my whole life, but, but me, my, my brother, like stuff like that. So it's like... They also are playing it by ear. 
Right. You know what I mean? And That's they the have scary they, thing. they they wake up and they you know they, they wake up and they're not thinking about you. Right. And then they go to the job and they're like, see you for five seconds. And they're like, it's probably this. They're I worried guess. about what they're going to have for dinner that night. Yeah. Should we cook or should we order in? Yeah. And that's what's we scary is that it's like not, it's not like Grey's Anatomy, which I really wish it was. Yeah. Um, but uh, they're not that self-assured. They're like, it probably is this, but we'll just see. And it's like, that is so unhelpful to me. Especially I, a car, from a cardiologist where yeah, the right. will see is that I could be dead. Yeah, it's like, I want you to tell me that I'm going to be healthy forever. And I know you can't promise me that, but that's what yeah. I'm like. I don't need forever. I just need till 40. I want to enjoy my 20s and make bad decisions until I'm like 30 something. Oh man, I want to live forever. Yeah. I'd love to be one of those guys that just for some reason it's like he's a thousand. I don't want that. Really? I just I don't care when I die. I just don't want it to be really painful. And heart attacks, I'm sure, are really painful. Oh man, I just want to. Yeah, I don't know. There's something about. Uh, I just am like, I'd love to just be around. That's cool. <laughs> it is. Well, I think it's, it's cool also, to want to you know like why? life enough to want to be around for a long time. If I'm gonna get real here, yeah, in the final segi, sound it out. I think it's because I don't want to have to deal with. It's like I don't want to burden other people with having to deal with me being dead. Be, that's less of a burden than like being in a home. That's my fear is no, that I'm burdening oh, that, everybody, but I'm alive. I get that, but I'm just like, I don't want other people to be like, oh. sad of you. Like, yeah. Sad, well, sad. I'm sorry today on the show while we're recording. People are sad of you already. <laughs> I don't know how to be. I, that's crystal for yeah, me. People are sad for you in general. Of um, you. Well, Jeff, thanks for doing the show. <laughs> thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have anything to plug that you want people to find you on the internet so they can check out your work? Listen to the HeadGum Podcast. Miles has been on twice, three times. Three times, maybe. Uh, once, twice, three times a Miles. Uh, the first time you were on was one of my favorite episodes, but he's, you know, if you look up HeadGum Podcast, Miles Bonsignore, he's on. Came on the live stream that supposedly the footage is gone. Footage, footage lost. Footage lost. Such that was awful for me. So uh, it was. That, your segment was the only one that I'm like, oh, we missed that. We lost that. Everything else was like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, sh- I should have sued. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, the HeadGum Podcast, and you can follow me on Instagram at Jeffrey James, G-E-O-F-F-R-E-Y. Okay. And if you're a cardiologist, please tell me that I can do whatever I want. I love that for us. Yeah. Um, check out Jeffrey everywhere on the internet. And if you're wondering out there if you're going to be okay, then I just need you to know that no matter where you are or what you're doing, perfection is only a call away. That was a HeadGum Podcast.